Welcome back to the Gold Advantage, your number one destination for all esports betting picks and chatter. My name's Scoot, of course, again, always, of course. Uh, I'm here with Nikita and Chris. How's how's everyone doing today? How are we feeling? Get a little bit of energy. How are you doing, Chris? I'm good. I'm pretty, uh, you know, things are, things are popping off in uh, LCS and LEC, starting to get very exciting. Unexpected things. Not great for our wallet, though. No. Per usual, it seems like a, being a trend on this podcast where we are just, you know, we were talking about it all season long where the upsets were continuously happening. It seems that they've really ramped themselves up here in the um, postseason. And for some reason, we just keep being surprised by it. So maybe this week we will learn our lesson, but probably not. I was actually chatting to a few few guys about this, about the LCS. Like It was so predictable all year round. And yet this playoff has been upset after upset. And I really think this might be the most upset a playoff in the LCS has ever had. I mean, it really it really boils down to the like bye bye C nine last weekend. Um, I don't think anyone saw that coming, especially in the no, in but the Golden way that Guardians being T- TSM, you know, like That's all the it. way back yeah. to the beginning, like it's all of the FlyQuest beating uh, Team Liquid. It's just uh, yeah, yeah, no, all around for sure. But the the C nine was doing like anything it. when you had them as the worst team. Yeah, I know, right? And But also, playing like the worst team for two games to give me, like, great, done and dusted. I'm going to take this free money in my pocket. And then they go, all right, boys, let's let's fuck up Nikita's plans. Still, it's typically how know, it goes, right? Just, you predict something, and then it goes absolutely awry. Yeah. Then you look like an idiot. <laughs> That's how it all goes. Um, um, do we want to recap yeah. last week? Do we want to start with... Um, Let's start with the LCS. We'll recap last week, talk about LCS, and then maybe recap LEC, and then talk about uh, the LEC, and uh, if there's any other leagues that stand out to us. But, you know, last week we had, uh, I don't know if I would call it an upset with uh, Cloud9 losing to TSM, because neither team was really impressing me. Um, But this is the first time Cloud9 has ever not made a world championship. And it it blows my mind because and everyone's talking about this. This is a team that was thirty two and two, like you know nineteen and one in the first split, undefeated throughout the whole of playoffs, uh, nine and zero in the first half of summer split, and then suddenly just like it's it's wild to see that happen. I think. I mean, this kind of we had a conversation about it before the playoffs, right? And it was like, okay, the second half of the split like wasn't that good. Is something going on here? And mm-hmm. I think the consensus that we reached initially was like, well, we're not really worried about it. You know, like they can return to that like really loose, loose, fast play style and they'll be perfectly fine. They'll take some of these teams out and they'll make it all the way to finals or they'll win playoffs or whatever. But I mean, looking back on it, and I guess the situation we're in now is like, well, C9 probably has some legitimate issues that they need to figure out on their end. Agreed. And whether that's moving players around or whatever, I mean, I guess we'll come to see that um, in the future, off season, whatever. But there's definitely something there. It's it's definitely more than like okay, they were experimenting, right? Like that's not a good excuse anymore. You're out of playoffs. It's over. Yeah, no, I agreed, and I it's a, it, it's such a weird thing. It's I and we don't know obviously what's going on behind the scenes. So this this off season for them will be really interesting. Do they stay with the team because they just say like you know what we we got lazy and and that's what happened or 
is there something going wrong behind the scenes and we're going to see a big roster change? Nikki, maybe you want to talk about this for just two seconds. Our fans might not be as familiar, but you are a fanboy of C9. Do you want to just make an emotional plea for them to fix their shit and figure out what's going on? <laughs> I am a fanboy. Uh, despite having money running on TSM and us making money, I was a little bit heartbroken by the fact that Cloud9 lost. It's uh, I, I, You know what? I, I, I'm not going to make... They deserve it. So I'm not going to say that I want them to fix their shit because they absolutely deserve to lose. Um, they were arrogant going in against FlyQuest and they just didn't play well against TSM and they've had long enough now to, to try and fix this. Uh, and sometimes you need that kind of wake-up call. So uh, it's disappointing as a fan, but whatever. As a better, hey, we won money. So that's all good. But uh, it's I think like moving on from that one, the real wild one was Liquid uh, FlyQuest. Because... Actually, so uh, Solo, the top laner of FlyQuest, gave a wild interview to in- uh, to Inven and said that straight up, he's like, we think all of our players are better individually than Team Liquid. And Broxa can only play like two champions. So once you ban them and Santorin, their jungler is just so much better that uh, it was just that easy to beat them. And they can only really play one style. Um, so... We have we weren't concerned at all going into that match, and I was like, "Shit, those are strong words uh, from an org that you know, fair enough, has gone back to back finals, but still hasn't won a championship." I do think that that's a trend to be. I don't want to. I don't want to spill my research and insights coming up for our upcoming match and coming up this weekend between TSM and Team Liquid, but I do think that that is a trend with this Team Liquid team that is worth keeping an eye on. Um, and potentially something that we can leverage to win some capital on. I mean, let's go into it. I think that's a great segue. Say, Scoot, were you saying something? Yeah, I think it's a dangerous mindset in in all reality. Um, if Team Liquid walks away from TSM and does what they're supposed to do, does their job there, these guys are at the top of the game. Like, there's no there's no world where they can't readjust and figure shit out. And also, 3-2, like... You yeah. really think you easily like you handled that play style super easily, but the scoreline is three two and maps went. It wasn't like okay, Liquid went up two zero and then we figured it out and we beat the shit out of them. It was like FlyQuest, Liquid, FlyQuest, Liquid, FlyQuest, and it just came out three two. Like I feel like it was way closer than they're making it out to be. Maybe that's just the confidence of the players. I don't. Know. I well, I think he gave that interview before. Um, oh, okay. before, yeah. but, uh, I'm, I'm not sure on the dates there, but yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, I, I think, but it, it was, um, it was, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was interesting, but, um, going from that, like, well, I think we just jumped, you know, FlyQuest won it. They've now gone to back-to-back finals. Um, they're looking legit and they have been a, a you know, a solid team and a, it's been fun to watch them kind of do well. I didn't expect them to be here. You know, I definitely thought it would be Team Liquid, uh, C9 in the finals, but here they are. So now coming up, we have Team Liquid against TSM. And uh, Chris, you were saying you have uh, some thoughts on that? So word on the street is TSM has been kind of playing around, perfecting a number of different champions. And that's actually some of the reason why they were not performing at their highest peak throughout the end of season of the summer split which has allowed them to really kind of create and perfect a number of different um, playing comps. 
versus what you kind of alluded to, which is Team Liquid, who was good. You know, they kind of went through, hammered out and did well um, securing that number one spot, but have not been exploring as many champions. And I think a lot of teams feel that if you ban certain champions on them, that they're just not as talented. And so um, that just lends a lot more creativity and playing from their opponents. And, you know, Team Liquid seems to be the team that has like one play playing style is incredibly talented at it. And it bores the shit out of everybody, <laughs> but they win. But now that we're in playoffs, teams are teams are better, right? Like they, they know what's at stake. They're going to make sure that they're doing the right things. And so I don't know. Team Liquid, they are a favorite for the upcoming match. Um, right now, the lines are showing as um, Team Liquid 155, TSM 2.4. You know, I think that there's it's worth putting a unit on TSM, maybe two units at, that, at those returns, because the, the predictable and strategic Team Liquid might be, uh, their day might have come. I think we're yeah. kind of getting into this idea that they're just not valuable right because tsm can pull this off like putting a straight bet on liquid at 155 feels kind of dumb yeah uh, but those are bad odds not terrible like, you know really. like, 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 worse. Worse. like we keep seeing when the favorites up it's like 1.2 to 1.3 which just kind of doesn't isn't enough reward for the risk that we're discussing but 1.55 like that's that's pretty decent um, and I would actually probably consider doing that. Uh, I, I do. I, I, this is a problem, though. Like Things have been all over the place, and I don't think TSM has played well, really, in any of the games that they've been doing. They haven't really impressed me that much. Um, Team Liquid definitely fought back against uh, I love what, Nikita, similar to your argument last week, I love when you tell me that a team who's in the semifinals about to play into the championship yeah. hasn't been impressing you and isn't playing well. I, yeah, those are worthwhile comments to keep. Well, to, for, so the reason I say, and I can I can't explain that since you're you're bringing up the last ones and they are different to what what I'm saying is that um, I think both Cloud Nine and TSM just played poorly. Like in terms of like when we're looking at global high level League of Legends, like they won and they are clearly a good team in the LCS. Like I'll give them that, but that just is I'm I guess I'm I'm talking about in the bigger picture of things when I'm looking at high level league and as we're preparing to get into worlds, I am not, you know, impressed compared to what we're seeing over in Europe what we're seeing in China and what we're seeing in Korea. Just the, Bjergsen, the, yeah. I mean, Bjergsen, sorry, Bjergsen's a beast. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was about to say. Cause he's, he looks like he's playing to send everybody else in the LCS home. I mean, 13 and 0 across the last two maps, I think against C9. Um, He's just wild. Cause just you always think he's up, so yeah. good. He's gotten so many MVPs and it's like, okay, like, I guess this is it. You know, he can't get better. And it's like, nope, fuck. My whole team is playing like shit. Oh, well, I guess I'll I'll stop slacking off and, and become twice as good. Yo, Chris, he's the Mike Trout of the league. Are you going to stop rooting for TSM to win this <laughs> game or what? The, you mean the most overrated player in baseball? Yeah, I probably will. Although, talking about players individually trying to carry an entire team on their fucking back like Mike Trout has to try and do for the Angels... 
How about your boy tactical last weekend, really trying to pull the match out out of the throes of his ass to try and fucking make that one come back. Still couldn't make it happen because you can't be an MVP on a team that sucks, but yeah, that's it is. That is that match was wild. That performance from him was incredible. Um, you know, he's just deserving all the praise that he gets. You can be an MVP on a bad team. That's all I have to say about this. I mean, like, we can argue all day about it. We already have on one episode of this. It's just your worst take. It's just not. I mean, simply put, you can be better than everybody else in the league and be stuck on a bad team. But that's just the fact. Like, but, it, but, hold on, but hold on. But MVP does not mean you are the best player. It means you are the most valuable player. And that this is where, and so like I completely agree, you being the best player on a bad team and dragging them up is more valuable than being a better player where the rest of the team is great. Um, you well, know, values, like, values derived directly from performance, especially in all sports. And if we're considering esports a sport, then that's the case again. I think it's yeah. But, I, yeah. I, I, I think it is one of those things like I, it, I I love this discussion because there are so many angles from it, but it is one of it. It is monstrous. Like you to pretend like, no, hey, you can't um, uh, you can't call them great. I, I disagree with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to Chris and I will disagree about this till the end of time. Um, so there's no point really rehashing the argument right now. But I do think that we've had some interesting discussions on TSM uh liquid it's like I, don't, I i mean like tsm just feels like a better bet at the moment in my eyes i i don't know i can't really justify putting a lot of money on liquid at 155 at all like it just doesn't make sense to me yeah so i think so yeah so for the bets do we want to chris well i was gonna say what what nikki what do you think the score is gonna be because I wouldn't bet on the score, but maybe you can figure out whether it be a minus 1.5, which is obviously going to have better odds. Um, what, what do you think the score is going to be? I, you know what? It's so hard to predict. I, I really, oh. I, 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 I want to lean towards a three, two. I want to lead to, to three, two. Okay. Three, two, either way, either way. Let's I think see. team liquid takes it. Team Liquid three two is four point one. Team uh, TSM three two is four point five. Maybe you throw a little bit on each of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm not like a. I, I like the three two. Okay, yeah, they're both great teams and they both can square up and go five maps. But there's also a world where either team can come out and take this series pretty quickly. Like, no, I mean. No. What? Why though? Like why? These matches are really coming down to the fucking, to the end, every game, going back and forth. All right, but we're citing C nine. We're we're citing TSM C nine as a sloppy game, right? Neither team played that well. I mean, they still like they're still in a semifinal, whatever. But FlyQuest has looked good throughout, and I think Liquid played them tight. And I think that reflects better on Liquid than it does on TSM. Like, the result reflects better on Liquid than it does on TSM. 
which is kind of where you have this like idea that okay, like liquid could come out, or you could see like TSM just bust shit open and get it done. Like I mean, you said yourself that teams are picking in a different way and like banning certain champions to neutralize liquid. Yeah, um, I I can't disagree with that, Yuji. I just yeah, I it's think like the problem here is I think both teams like. No, so I'm gonna. I'm, I, I do think Team Liquid is the better team, but TSM has managed to upset um, other teams and and is here at this spot. So I lean towards Team Liquid, but the value is there on TSM. Um, and, and the the bets around, I, I think and this is something we we're talking about prior to the podcast, like when we we're talking about First Dragon, First Blood. The stats are all very close. I really think it's going to come down to whoever wins. Uh, gets that it's going to depend on the draft who's drafting for early game it's going to depend on how they're playing on the day um and i know that sounds like a massive cop-out but there's just there's not much that i have to go on that to make a kind of informed decision the the nice thing is is that the odds are actually really generous like 1.8 for first half for team liquid um that's great and and they're getting first tower 75 percent of the time so that's really good 1.9 for tsm and TSM is getting it, uh, I think it was 60%. Yeah, 60% of the time. So, you know, both teams are doing well. And those are really good. First Dragon is 2.0 for Team uh, TSM. Uh, Team Liquid, they get it 40% of the time. Team Liquid gets it 50% of the time. And you can grab it at 1.75. So I think this is this is something that like will skew where, where do you really think uh, who's going to win? If you think it's going to be 3 or 3 1, definitely bet in that team's favor. I think you can tie the Baron to whoever you think is going to win the matches. Um, TSM, if you're going to go for that upset, TSM 2.08 on first Baron is is great value to tie in with a, a TSM upset, I think. I'm not if, touching anything but first blood. First blood, 60% for TSM, 25% for. Uh, Team Liquid gives you one, plays you out one point eight five or eight one point eight seven. That's yeah. the only thing I'm touching. I think there is a decent decent idea that like okay, if you think Liquid's gonna win, right, and they have that slow play style where they like really, I don't know if it's like feel the team out or just kind of sit back and absorb pressure and then kind of mm. snap and like get a get going, right. They play really slow when they get to the inhibitors, and we've seen them take out like three, three to four sometimes. I like there's a if if it's at one point five, if total inhibitors is at one point five, and you think Liquid's gonna win, you might want to take the over there. I think it's decent, in my opinion. I would agree with that. It does seem like Team Liquid just sits there. It takes a ton of punishment. They don't break. And they just look for you to make one mistake, and then they go after you. Yeah, and it's not like they go after you when you make that mistake to win the match, right? It's it's kind of like a it's a build up, right? You make one mistake, they get a little more space. They give themselves more space into your jungle or your lanes, and then they kind of build off that next time you make a mistake, and then they kind of force you to make mistakes by choking you out like that. It's an yeah. interesting it's an interesting way to play. I I actually enjoy watching it. I don't it's know. It's a slow kill. It's a slow kill. Yeah, it's 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 very much a slow kill. It's like poison. 
So I think that let's I think kind of like just talking about the bets, bringing it back to that is you know we we've discussed TSM three two. Uh, is 450 liquid 32 is 410 if you really want to go for that sort of score line um you know even over 4.5 maps at 2.48 that's pretty generous um the the odds i think on both teams are decent like team liquid as a favorite at 1.55 is, is generous compared to the other teams that are favorites typically uh tsm 240 that's pretty great um so there is stuff around that Chris, you highlighted the first blood as being, you know, it's definitely skewed. TL is the lowest in the league with it. And I think Team like uh, TSM is first place. Uh, are they? No, they're third. Third place with 60%. That's paying out a 1.87. So there are things there to bet, but I, I it is, uh, this is going to be a close match. And it's, it's tricky to be able to predict it with the confidence that we've had in the past, especially as the LCS has just not been nice to us. Yeah, I, I like your I like your over four point five maps at two point whatever you said. I think yeah. two point four eight. That that is a actually very lucrative bet that I want to place a, a couple wagers on. Well, yeah, I think if you're gonna go, if you're gonna, you think it's really gonna be a three two. I think over four and a half is better than placing individual score lines because I think even if like one's right, the other's wrong, and then you kind of end up with the same problem or like the same amount of money. That's exactly. Um, I was doing that mental math exactly as you just said, and you are 100% correct. Yeah, and I, I mean, in some regard, you're sweating a little bit more anyway because you want the team with the better odds or whatever to win, which is just annoying. Um, <laughs> like, the reality of it is that it is annoying to do. There uh, to watch. Um, yeah, I think, actually, I, I'm going to look into it because I think as it gets closer to match time, it kind of releases it, releases, but the inhibitors thing... I'm intrigued to see where they set that number. Yeah. It might be 2.5. I don't know. Yeah, should we jump over to uh, the LEC then? So, quick recap. Fnatic, big upset over G2. I definitely, that's now two games in a row that they've suddenly played really well. Uh, credit where credit is due. I think they played like shit all season long, and they seem to have figured that out. And suddenly, you know, someone that I don't think anyone was expecting in the finals is is potentially going to win a title for the first time in a long time. Um, no, no, I hate Fnatic. <laughs> um, similar to TSM, probably, right? They were probably just fucking around early on, perfecting a lot of different champions, practicing with the different comps, and then getting ready to, to take on teams. But there's no chance. But I, this I is the first time they've beaten a down with in a long ship. time. Long yeah, time well, since they've done it. Wasn't that your call, Nikki? G two won't lose another game for the rest of the season. I think those were your words. Did I say that? I think so. I think no. I think you're confusing me with the person who said G two won't make it to playoffs. I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like I did. No, no, no. I th- definitely, I definitely think you are. Listen, uh, <laughs> man, G two the game away from finals, Chris. I don't know. It was a bad um, thing. But no, I I I am surprised Fnatic won it. You know they hadn't beaten G two I think all year. They haven't beaten G two in like a best of three in multiple years. It it was very surprising. But like props to them and they've made the finals now. And then on the other side, Rogue who lost zero three three owed Madline. So you know I I don't know what what happened with Rogue maybe they were trying to force something a little bit too hard previously but they came out strong and just 
destroyed Mad Lions. Um, the simple fact about the Rogue Mad Lions game is that Mad Lions had to pay for what they did to the community, and Rogue knew it, and they took care of business 3-0, obviously. You cannot eliminate Schalke from playoffs and get away with it. So that's how that goes. There's no other argument to be made about that game. It's just karma. Fuck Mad Lions. <laughs> <laughs> but now we have the the what I what I expected to be the grand finals in G2 against Rogue. Gonna be interesting, without a doubt. Definitely will be entertaining. I think both teams play some high level league. And the fact that Fnatic, Fnatic's already sitting in the final, super odd to me. Um I I don't know. I, I don't know where to go with this. Uh, I, I do before you take it or either of you. Right, I take ahead, Rogue at 3.45 because they are being criminally underrated again. Like, what the fuck? This is the team that finished number one, has just 3 0'd Mad Lions. G2 couldn't 3 0 Mad Lions. Um, and they're at 3.45. Like, it is, it is, I don't know what it is about the odds makers and their hatred for Rogue. But they are just constantly being underrated. Like now, do I understand G2 being the favorite? A hundred percent. But you're really telling me that the G2 rogue matchup, rogue is more of an underdog than TSM versus TL? Are you like out of your mind? 345. It's like a whole 1.0, more than TSM. And yeah, so this, this is this is classic, right? Like, this is what happens when you have a big favorite that everyone loves you know it has nothing to do with the play nothing to do with it It has to do with the social media following um and the fact that g2 is just kind of like everyone's favorite team out of europe and so everyone wants g2 to win so obviously then people are going to wager on g2 to win and so just to balance out the you know amount of money being put in you have to give insane odds on rogue and guess what we're here to take it. We love this. Yeah. Rogue have been so good to us all season long. We've made so much money off of them. Uh, you know, I, I'm putting a fucking fat pile of gold on them. I mean, there's no point in not taking Rogue at 345 to be 100% fair to what you're saying. Without a doubt. I mean, G2 still obviously nasty. And yeah, I understand them being the favorite. But that's kind of heinous to put them at 345. I'm really not... I, yeah, I don't think that's fair to Rogue, and I don't think that's fair to the work they've put in all year. But that is what happens when you have a massive fan base and a lot of history behind a team, right? Chris is right to that point. Um, Especially with the history, that's a great point, right? Like, they yeah. are just champions, and everyone knows that they're champions. Um, Nikki, did you see anything, though, from the Fnatic G2 matchup that also, like, that you think Rogue can exploit? Um, I, you know, you know what, like I, I, putting me on the spot that I'm trying to remember it. It's been a hectic week. (laughs) I'm like, I was like, shit, can I bullshit this? And I'm like, no, I can't. Um, you know what, between work and other things, I can't, I don't think I can give actual valuable insight there. That's fair enough. We, we appreciate that. That's why the people come to this podcast is to listen to us. Mm -hmm bullshit not for our actual answers. i know right what what i can say is um and and actually i'll give you credit with credit you you highlighted the the over three and a half maps is at 145 
Uh, I think that's that's quite generous. I definitely think it will go to four or five maps, so it's worth taking that. Sorry if I sounded weird at the end. I had a sneeze coming on. I was trying to finish my sentence. Yeah, that was a, that was a good mute out of you. Yeah, it was it was on the line, dude. Like I clicked and like blew my brains out there. Um, and I didn't want to deafen you all after after all the grief I got from Scoot about editing out my uh, uh, Schalke train. Yeah, you just reached those volume levels like a minute ago. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Part two. You um, love the excitement. No, hundred percent, without a doubt. It's just I mean, talking loud. What? What are you talking listen, about? Getting, uh, check your waves. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it's hard to get excited now because our boys are gone. <laughs> you just don't care. You're like Shalka's out. Who gives a shit? No, no, no. I do care. I do care. Hundred um, percent. And I'll I'll be watching this Rogue G two game. I think it'll be pretty interesting. Uh, it sucks to see Fanatics already in the final, but that's just me. Yeah, were there any bets that stood out to you guys? Well, real real quick, obviously, Nikki, you highlighted Rogue, just straight up, great value. Um, the plus three and a half just seems like, of total maps, seems like a gold lock, especially if you can get one, four, or seven, which is what it's currently at. So I want to put a lot on that, because I think that, you know, either way, it's just going to, I think both teams are going to at least win one map. Um and that's what you're rooting for, right? It's just not a 3-0, which I don't think is going to happen. And then... Um, oh, God. Where was I going? There was something else. <laughs> well, okay. I got, I got something for you if you want to gather yourself a little bit. Please. Um, help me gather myself. So, Rogue is Baroning at 83%. First Baron. G2 is at 67 But... If we're looking at the game, right, and like the whole idea in betting is to derive more value from the same bet, you think a team's going to, this goes back to what we said in the LCS, right? If you really think either of these teams are going to win, they're probably going to get first Baron to win the game. And I think you can derive more value from who you think's going to win the game by picking that Baron since they're both getting it at such a high rate. Also, Fair warning, like small sample size, obviously, because this is only in the scope of playoffs because their play styles have changed a little bit and like new patch, all that. But I definitely think there's like some value there in uh, taking first Baron on the winner or like whoever you think is going to win a certain map, right? That's yeah. my idea. That's what I'm taking. So I've got, uh, if we're really going with Rogue here, I think I'm taking Rogue, map one, first Baron at... Two four eight, give me that, sir. Or sorry, wait. Did I say first bit? It might have been first blood. No, first well, tower. It's pretty, pretty important tower, to figure tower. that out. Like, first okay, tower, so, first so tower, nothing tower, even to tower. do with uh, uh, killing something. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First tower, right. first tower, first tower. We're, we're consummate professionals here, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's my mistake. Literally just talked an hour about like barons and then changes it last. To tower, oh, no. I know. Okay. Like, I. I I have no idea what what that is, but I think we've reached a point where Scoot is Scoot's mind is melting, so we should wrap it up. Scoot wants it, you to take first Baron, maybe it's first Blood, first maybe tower, it's first, first Tower. tower, first tower, first tower, first tower. Uh, no one knows. Um, we we thought Rogue at three forty five, massive over, you know, great odds there. 
So there's a huge opportunity. Um, also really good at over 3.5 maps at 145. That's a really good line there. Uh, I think that that's kind of covers it. There wasn't too much else that we, I think we, we noticed uh, that was worth taking. Let me clarify my line of thinking before I get too much shit for this. I In a game that is so even across the board, right? That's, what, that's where we're going with the idea. Objectives will fall to whoever you think is going to win, and that's where I think you can get value. That's all I have to say. Saying the tower falls under that, and I think the rates were fairly high for both sides. So that's why I picked that one out of the, out of the others. I was talking about towers to clarify. Odds are a little bit worse for Rogue, but it's still like around two. I think it's valuable. That's what I got. Bitch. Sounds good. Scoot, do you want to say goodbye and give our socials? And uh, Unless, Chris, sorry, did you have something else? Just remember, whoever wins, it's impossible to beat the same team twice. Hammer the <sighs> opposition against Fnatic going into the final. Yeah, I guess my final thoughts are really that could be liquid, could be rogue, could be G. Could be liquid, could be TSM, could be G two, could be rogue. Who knows? Now I've covered all the bases. Can never be wrong. Uh, <laughs> our Twitter is at gold underscore advantage. Go follow us. We'll be posting all the picks as the matches come up and as we get closer to it. As lines adjust, of course. Uh, Discord pinned in the Twitter, I believe, at the top. Um, join the Discord. Chat with us. We're pretty interesting individuals i like to think um we we're starting up a little small community shout out to discord of course uh that's all i got to say especially with insights and picks like those scoot where we're hedging every single thing that's what the people really love to see i mean it's a zero-sum game right you just if you zero out all your values and don't lose money <laughs> unfortunately the sport books make it so that way you do lose money yeah i know it was a joke um that's all i got thank you for tuning into another episode of the gold advantage uh we will see you later toodaloo